Welcome to the August 11th, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly and I'll be your host today. Today we will be going over Proverb 11, but before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would give them ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. Lord, I pray that you would give them wisdom and revelation of how much you truly love them, and I pray that you would give them favor with both God and man. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 11, beginning in verse 1. Dishonest scales are an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. When pride comes, then comes shame, but with the humble is wisdom. The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless will direct his way aright, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be caught by their lust. When a wicked man dies, his expectation will perish, and the hope of the unjust perishes. The righteous is delivered from trouble, and it comes to the wicked instead. The hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge the righteous will be delivered. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices, and when the wicked perish, there is jubilation. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. When there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. He who is surety for a stranger will suffer, but one who hates being surety is secure. A gracious woman retains honor, but ruthless men retain riches. The merciful man does good for his own soul, but he who is cruel troubles his own flesh. The wicked man does deceptive work, but he who sows righteousness will have a sure reward. As righteousness leads to life, so he who pursues evil pursues it to his own death. Those who are of a perverse heart are an abomination to the Lord, but the blameless in their ways are his delight. Though they join forces, the wicked will not 
go unpunished, but the posterity of the righteous will be delivered. As a ring of gold in a swine's snout, so is a lovely woman who lacks discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is one who scatters, yet increases more, and there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. The people will curse him who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. He who earnestly seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like foliage. He who troubles his own house will inherit the wind, and the fool will be servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. If the righteous will be recompensed on the earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about verse 14, and verse 14 says, Where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. Friends, God did not make anyone to be isolated by himself. Let's listen to Proverb 27, verse 17, and many of you are familiar with this verse. It says, As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. And friends, I'm going to tell you, this isn't just talking about men. I've mentioned this particular verse on a number of occasions, and whether you're a man seeking counsel from other men, or you're a woman seeking counsel from other women, verse 27, or verse 17 of Proverbs 27 is a very powerful scripture, and it tells us that we are to have friends that we can go to in our time of need. And one thing, it is important that you be careful who you ask for advice. And I will remind you, I've mentioned this psalm on a number of occasions, but let's look at the very first psalm again at the beginning, beginning in verse 1. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in its season, 
whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Now, those three verses talk about godly people and people who are familiar with God, people who are familiar with his word and are conscious of his word and read the word and adhere to his word. But let's look at verses four through six. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So friends, while I'm here encouraging you to surround yourself, or at least have one or two, close friends that you can count on in your time of need. If you have a need, if you need someone to pray for you, you should have someone available, but they need to be godly people. Please do not seek counsel from people who are ungodly and do not pay attention or even know who God is. Today I'm going to bring to your mind in the Old Testament, in 2 Kings chapter 4, a wonderful, wonderful story, and this is someone who seeked counsel. So let's begin 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, Your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Now it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she said, and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay your debt, and you 
and your sons live on the rest. Friends, this is one of my very favorite stories in the entire Bible. And I'm going to go over three quick things that we can learn from this lesson. And all three of these are very important. Number one, it is important to seek counsel. We talked about this, and I'll go back to the verse in our proverb today when they talk about seeking counsel. But let's go to the book of James. And remember, James was a half-brother of Jesus. And I always like to bring up James because I know that he was raised in the house of Jesus and watched Jesus his entire life. He watched how Jesus was, how he approached things, how he reacted to things that happened to him. But let's look at James chapter 5, beginning in verse 13. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And I really like this next part of verse 16, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So friends, if you have a need, go to a friend that you can seek counsel with. Have them pray with you. It is so important to have people who are like-minded, godly people who we can communicate with when we have a need. The second thing I'd like to point out is make yourself available for God to use. First of all, this woman seeked counsel. She knew who Elisha was, she knew that he was the man of God, and when her husband died, and she knew the creditor was going to come, and back in those days, if you had a debt, people in your family could be taken away from you and sold into slavery to help pay that debt. And I want to get this point across, make yourself available for God to use. And that is what Elisha said to you. What can I do for you? What do you have in your hand? Friends, I'm here to tell you that we all have something that we have in our hand that we can use for the service of God. Now, this particular lesson isn't really pointing that out, 
but I'm using this lesson to try to make that point clear. The point I really want to get across is that God can use each of us. We all have something that we can use to further advance the kingdom of God. Each one of us has a sphere of influence of people that we can communicate with and help share the gospel. The third one is reading and meditating on God's word will increase your faith. This story here is about faith. Elisha told this woman, I want to see where your faith is. You have one vessel and fill it with oil. And I want to go back to what the instructions were. He says, go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. But I want you to pretend that you are in this widow's shoes. You are going to your neighbor and said, I need empty vessels. And they say, why do you need empty vessels? What are you going to say? Well, if you give me a vessel, God's going to fill it with oil. Well, you had to come that. So what point I'm trying to make is, where was her faith? How much faith did she have? she could have gotten as many jars as she wanted to. She could have gone throughout the entire region and got vessels, but her faith dictated how many vessels she was going to get. Let's get this point across. She got enough vessels that she was able to live comfortably for the rest of her life, at least that is what we can presume by the way this story ended. Although we don't know that for sure, that is my guess. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is any one of you listening to this podcast today and you've never taken that step, please repeat this simple prayer after me. Jesus, Thank you for coming to earth and setting an example of how we can live our lives every day. Thank you that even though you never sinned, you were willing to die on a cross so that all of my sins would be forgiven. Thank you for taking away all of my sins and making me in right standing with God. Because of you, I can now go boldly to the throne of grace and ask Jesus or God anything that I have need of. Jesus, I invite you into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, please reach out to me at Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y 0807 at protonmail.com. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you.
The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, I invite you to join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.